The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO, the lending partner with the products, people, and technology to serve your customers and help you grow your business in the best ways possible. It's why they say, at PennyMac, greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender. NMLS ID number 35953. Loans not available in New York. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. The housing market seems to be headed for a rebalance, with prices dipping in July and buyers taking more time. So what's to come for origination? Welcome to The Principal. Uh, are we settling into a new normal, or should we uh, expect more shakeups in the home buying and origination? I'm here with Mike Fawaz. <laughs> we have here. I have a mic in my hand. Yes, not, no, it's great. I typically go without a mic, but I'm excited. Okay, so so are we settling into this this new normal here? I'll tell you, I, I'm actually excited to where the market is heading. Uh, if you think about it, and, and I was just speaking to a group of partners about a week ago, about a year ago, call it 18 months ago, if you were in the market purchasing a home, you were probably paying about a hundred. 150,000 more. Yes, you're getting a great interest rate. You had the 3%, the three and a half, whatever it is, but you overpaid. Today, we're starting to notice the housing market values. You're starting to see a reduction on the NMLS, prices going back to some sort of normal. So you might get a 5% interest rate, but you're not overpaying for your home anymore. Because look, at the end of the day, you don't write an interest rate on your payment, you write whatever you owe. So yes, you might have got a 3% interest rate a year ago, but you overpaid a little bit, which is nothing wrong. You wanted the home, you got it. But in today's market, I hear a lot about interest rates are higher. You're still securing, you're still getting a better deal. You're getting pricing where it should have been about a year ago. So you're not overpaying. And the best part about it, no one is ever married to an interest rate. You can refinance at any time. So if you're in the market, in my opinion, if I had a family member in the market today trying to purchase a home, I would highly recommend they do so because they're not going to overpay. They might get a little bit higher interest rate. But again, we're not married to that rate. We can change anytime we want. So marry the rate. I mean, marry the house marry and the house, date the worry. rates. Absolutely. Date the rates. Because you can change anytime you want. Not saying that you don't change when you're dating, but I'm just saying <laughs> you can. But it, in this market today, you're getting value. Okay. You're starting, we're starting to see in many markets, you're starting to see NMLS reductions. You see it on Facebook. I have realtors. Hey, we just reduced this listing by 20,000, 25,000. You didn't see this a year ago. So when Rocket is looking back, do you compare the loan volume you're doing now to 2019 and just take out 2020, 2021? I mean, you know, like, how do you think about the business side of this? I think it's fair to say that 2021 and 2020 and 2021, those were just years that we all enjoyed. That wasn't the norm. So when you start thinking about the market, you go back to 2019 and 2018, and you go back to, and and, and look, 
we were all busy in 2020, 2021. We knew that the opportunity was out there when it comes to working on purchase business, but we were busy. We're doing a lot of refi. I believe the market right now is back to focusing more on purchase, not as much refinance. There's still a ton of opportunity, but now it's about building relationships with realtors. It's up. It's a different market, but it's an exciting market. It's really, truly going back to the basics and the foundations of building relationships and working on things that matter versus the 2020 and 2021 where loans were falling from anywhere and it was just easy to do. Right. So you got to yeah. work for it these Absolutely. days. Absolutely. You got to. And so, well, what about, um, you know, how do you think about the business? And and there's been a la- lot of layoffs in yeah. the industry recently. Um, but do you keep the same size staff? Because I'm sure that, you know, you ramped up for 2021. Every, everybody had to hire across the industry yeah. to, to keep up with the, the loan volume that was happening. Um, what do you do? Do you wait another few months and, and you know, and maybe reassess at that point? I mean, it's a good question. Look, if you're in the mortgage industry, if you're in this business, if you were in this business 10, 15 years ago up to now, you know that there's always going to be ups and downs. And for us as a company, we're going to continue building and continue doing what we've been doing because for us, it's not about today. Yes, it could be a little bit slower today. Everyone is experiencing that. We're seeing others go out of business. But for us, as we want to make sure that we are ready to deliver to our partners when the market changes again. And the market's mm-hmm. gonna change. Today's interest rates are next year's refinances. That's just the way it is. The market will change eventually. Right. So for us, it's how do we continue focus on skill? How do we continue focus on building processes, invest in technology, invest into our operations? We have our cruise model that we've delivered to the broker community earlier this year. How do we continue build on things that we've been working on? So when things change, we are ready to provide service to our broker partners. So talk to me about the need to partner with multiple multiple lenders. Um, how many um, how many partners should an originator have? I mean, look, selfishly speaking, I want everyone <laughs> to partner up with us, right? But at the end of the day, if you're in the business, you have to have options. I, I Look, I love this business. I was on the retail side and now I'm on the wholesale side. What I love about this business is the freedom of making choices, the freedom of picking who you want to work with and who you want to send your business to. And because that freedom also creates competition for us as lenders. Mm-hmm. We have to deliver at a very high level. We got to be in front of people all day long trying to make sure that we deliver value and get their business. So as if I was a loan originator, I probably have two to three lenders mm-hmm. and that way I'm like if 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 you have a lender that's good at these products great set up if you have another lender that can do something different work with them I would, I would focus on two to three lenders okay although I would love to get all the business stuff <laughs> of course no ahead. of course I mean yeah. yeah no definitely so how is this is the last question how is rocket working with originators to get through this this uh, the market at this time um, yeah great question and this is a very close question to me because I think and I believe it is so important that we are there for our partners more than ever it's about the relationships it's about how we sit down together and we figure out ways to help them get through this year. 
How do we figure out ways to help them grow? Whether it's helping them hire, whether it's teaching them about products, whether it's working with them about technology, whatever it takes, that is our goal. I was spending a ton of time sitting with broker shops. We're flying our LOs and originators to Detroit on a biweekly basis. We get hundreds of folks in our, in our city and on our campus. We're talking about business. We're talking about innovation. We're talking about product. We're talking about how we can deliver to our broker partners because it's challenging here. We all know this. And this is the time where we need to show up as a partner and deliver to our broker partners. Well, thank you so much for your oh, time I today. You. I appreciate it. I love it. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to learn more about becoming a partner and starting your journey to greatness. Here are your headlines for today, August 22nd. Home sales dropped 19.3% year over year in July to their lowest level since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, making for the biggest annual decline in U.S. home sales. That's according to Redfin. Redfin also says that home prices increased at their slowest pace since June 2020, rising 7.7%. The slowing price growth is due to months of slumping home buyer demand, with homes sitting on the market longer than before. In legal news, a lawsuit filed by Homestead Funding Corp in New York State Court alleging that Fairway Independent Mortgage Corp had poached a high-earning employee and enticed several others to do the same has been transferred to federal court in the Northern District of New York at the request of Fairway's attorneys. And finally, Fannie Mae predicts a large drop in home sales this year driven by higher mortgage rates and home price gains. Its economic and strategic research group said today, home sales will decline 16.2%, revised from a predicted 15.6% last month. Not surprisingly, that also leads to a drop in mortgage originations. This has been The Principle, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Kutamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygates. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com, or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.